The Yoga Teeth Podcast is mindfulness for dental professionals. I'm your host, Heather Bolton. In this episode, Come Together and Be Mindful, we discuss how being a supportive hygienist can elevate our profession with Brush with Brit. She grew up in Victorville, California, and now has been in San Diego the past six years and been a hygienist for a year and a half. She was a dental assistant eight years prior and went to Southwestern Community College. Now she has content creation, creating videos about oral health and influences on social media and is also a clinical hygienist. You can find her on Brush with Brit. She has a TikTok, podcast, Instagram, and is part of the RDH Community Connections Influencer Program. And she worked full-time during hygiene school. She is a genuinely compassionate human being who has a great desire to elevate the dental hygienist profession. I absolutely loved getting to know Britt, and this is a podcast you will not want to miss. She is so fun. So cool. Did you grow up in San Diego then? No, I I moved to San Diego um, six years ago, so I was like 23 when I moved to San Diego. Okay. Have you Mm -hmm. been to Coronado? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I go there all the time. Oh, really? Wait, are you in San Diego too? No, I am in, I'm in Utah. Like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But I grew up going to Coronado like every summer, the whole thing. I have a family vacation home there. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's really pretty there. Yeah. I, I live close by. I live like maybe 10 minutes away from there. Wow, that's amazing. Maybe we could uh, meet up if I ever go. Yeah. I always work. So, yeah, grab a beer yeah. or something. I would love that. Yeah. But, Awesome. Well, this is Brush with Brit, and she is a influencer on Instagram, TikTok, all the things. So many people adore her, and she is a sweetheart. So uh-huh. we're uh, grateful to have her on the Yoga Teeth podcast. But today, I thought it would be kind of fun to get to know you a little better and kind of be a little silly. And so being mindfulness on like having fun at the dental office. What would you say is like, you could tell me more than one or whatever, but what is a funny moment that you've had in dentistry? If that either be a patient asking you out or uh-huh. other things. Um, so one of the assistants, which it cracks me up every single time she does this, but if I'm walking by the op, and she sees me, she will spray me with the water from the from the air and water syringe. And she has such good aim. So she gets me every single time. It'll be like on my forehead or like on my neck. Like it's so funny. So I love that she does that. That's like one of my favorite things. Um, and then also just seeing, so me and my, um, one of my classmates from dental hygiene school we actually work together and her op is right across from mine so I can see her and so just like being able to like look over and see her if we're like I don't know maybe we have like a difficult patient or something funny is happening like I can look over and just like make eye contact with her and that's just like my favorite thing because we just have experienced literally everything together so it's it's great. (laughs) 
That is so fun. Did you work there or did she work there first? She did. Cool. That is so fun. I love that because you can just give each other the look and be like, it's hard, but we're doing great. Like, do you see what's happening? Like, this is not okay. Like, I'm learning right now (laughs) as we speak. I love that. I think it's really important to have like those fun relationships in the dental office. Obviously, we need to be professional, but then it's also important to have those like fun, silly moments. And that's another thing. I was wondering how do you like create your content for TikTok? And are you just like thinking one day, oh, that would be funny? (laughs) So, most of the time, it either comes from like an idea happens first, like maybe something happens to me in the op or I'm thinking about a certain situation or sometimes it's the opposite where I hear the audio, I record it and then I think of the idea later. Um, So it kind of, it varies or maybe sometimes I'm in the car and I listen to a song or something and I'm like, oh, I could make that relate to dentistry in this way or, Usually that's how it, it happens. It's like either the audio comes first or the idea comes first and then it kind of like flip flops. Yeah, I, I'm pretty similar. Like when Christmas songs are on, I'm like, Ugh, I keep changing <laughs> the words of everything and I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I feel like a lot of it comes from that. And, you know, sometimes I, I think that I just think a lot, like my mind's just always going to. So a lot of it just stems from just having a creative side and having an outlet, you know, to put it somewhere. <laughs> right. Were you a pretty creative, like growing up? Because in the podcast, when you were inter- interviewing me, you were saying how you weren't naturally like a science person. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't creative either. Like this has been something that um, is just new because of social media and having a platform to create things on i i was like when i actually have talked about it before and i'm like i had no idea that i had like creativity like this and i could make things and you know have a podcast and talk to people and just you know i had no idea it was just like new and i'm like wow 30 years 30 years old and like just found it you know so it's cool I love that. I think that's really cool because it shows us that we can do anything we want, no matter like our age. Like, and that hits home for me because I'm 32. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went back to school when I was like 28, and I'm like, I'm old, but I wasn't the oldest in my class. There was one other girl, so we're not old. (laughs) Yeah. But it, it was just like I was filled with all the 20 year olds and they all became like my best friends. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I had um, older or I, I don't even want to say older, but I had right. students in my class that were in their like mid 30s. And, you know, they, the information that they were able to take in, I felt like because of where they were at, like in their lives, it just came Maybe it didn't. I don't know. But to me, it seemed like it came very natural to them. And I looked up to them and I'm like, wow, like I want to be like that, you know? So it's inspiring. It could be um, any. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I even looked up to all my, um, uh, even my juniors, like, yeah, yeah, are like way younger than me. I look up to them so much. I think they're amazing. Yeah, I think yeah. it's always like important to to remember that like no matter where we're at in our careers, we're always going to be learning whether that's from someone with a lot of experience or a new grad. Like 
you can learn stuff from a student you know that you weren't even aware of we get into clinic and we practice 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 but things are always changing there's new innovations new research so i feel like it's important to not be afraid to learn something new from a newbie or someone with you know 20 years so right i totally <laughs> agree and i think that's really important as hygienists to do that because you were an assistant before you were a hygienist, so you were able to like understand how it feels. And so I feel like you have like high respect for your assistants and like have that fun thing because I really like to do that. Like, let's all just, uh, we're all a team here. Yeah. And it, I think that really helps the assistants because being an assistant is hard. It's very hard. And I agree. I feel like a lot of I went through so many struggles as an assistant that I almost never want to put more on their plate because it's like, you know, I, I, I know that, you know, we want more help as hygienists. I know that we have a lot on our plates too, but I know how much they have on their plates. And I'm like, I, you know, I have respect for them. I know what they go through and we're on the same team and we're all into you know, not only elevate hygiene and assistant, but at the same time, we're trying to make it known how important our roles are in dentistry. And we can't do that alone. It's definitely a teamwork. So yeah, I agree. It's hard being assistant <laughs> and yeah, a hygienist. It, you know? <laughs> yeah. both, it yeah. goes both ways every single time. <laughs> yeah. And I want the assistant to like, like me because then they'll help me. Like they won't go hide in a closet. Like yeah, it's a win-win, you know, yeah. I can help them when I'm less busy and then they can help me. And it's just way more fun too. Yeah. It's way more fun. I love having a good relationship with the assistants. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, they're, they're just like little, they're besties, you know? Mm -hmm. They yeah, are besties. <laughs> but what is something that you're like the most passionate right now? Because you were talking about how it's important to keep learning, whether you're a newbie or more experienced, but. Uh, this question is so funny. Um, I had a um, mentor actually reach out to me and she asked me, you know, what's your passion? And so I've been thinking about this for like, I don't know, two months maybe. And it's hard because I feel like there's so many different outlets, but I've come to the conclusion, I think that my passion lies within elevating hygienists within dentistry. I think that's where I'm at. <laughs> so I think that's like my main, my main thing. <laughs> I love that. Are you interested in furthering your career outside of clinical then? Yes, mo most definitely. Like, I'm already starting to think about um, continuing education courses. Um, you know, of course, going to the conventions, possibly working with like an oral health care company um, or public health, something. But yeah, definitely outside the op. Um, I can't see myself staying in clinical hygiene forever. You know, maybe if it's like one, two days a week, um, but I don't see myself staying there. Somebody, uh, Carol, she is from, um, she's a hygienist in, um, she works for Waterpick and she said something to me like just two weeks ago and it was like mind blowing. <laughs> she said that because, you know, we're always wanting to um, help not only patients, but also hygienists. And one of the ways that you can help more patients is by influencing more hygienists. And I was just like, wow. 
That is so true. You know, there's only so much I can do in an operatory with eight patients a day. But what I can do by speaking to more hygienists and making connections and influencing the industry in a positive way will make a way bigger difference in patients' lives in the end. So I'm like, okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I I love what Carol said because yeah. I would love to see even more diversity with hygienists, like all different types of people. And I would love to see more men too. My favorite hygienist is actually a, a guy. He, he's kind of who influenced me to become a hygienist. So I think that's yeah. really awesome. And I feel like you're doing that in oh, your TikTok and stuff. <laughs> you're, you like ask people like, um, about like, do you want to become a hygienist? And, and yeah. all those things. Like, I feel like you're, you're going to do great. And I totally support you doing CEs. I think you would be entertaining. <laughs> I, I'm scared, but we'll see. May I, it, it's in the future. It's there. I know yeah. it's there. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun to like have all these goals because I'm similar. I want to do CEs and I'm creating manuals and curriculum. And, yeah, and, and not every hygienist, you know, has that goal and you don't have to have it. You know, I know that, you know, there's some hygienists that might work and they're like, oh no, like I'm not trying to like go to the conventions and do all of that. But for me, like it's, I love it. It's fun for me. Yeah. And if it's not fun for you, then don't do it. Cause yeah. Because like, <laughs> yeah, in reality, like my hygienist that really affected my life, he is practicing in clinical and I think he is one of the most impactful hygienists out there because of how much he impacts each one of his patients. Yeah, that's great. There's so many different ways. Right. So, so many. So I think that is awesome. I love that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> one, like one of the things that I'm the most passionate about is like mindfulness, like kind of what we were talking about earlier because there's so much burnout and so that's my main focus right now is mindfulness for dental professionals and it's kind of the same idea because it's like increasing that awareness because dental hygiene is hard even though it's super fun i love it <laughs> yeah it's hard yeah i i think our passions kind of change along the way too you know like one thing might be your passion for a while but it tends to change once you find something else right yeah how uh, do you feel like your confidence has increased now that you've been practicing for a year or has it been two years now? Um, it's been a year and a half. Um, but as far as like my confidence in like what, like clinical hygiene yeah, or clinical um, cleanings um, in the op, in the op, I'm confident. Yeah. I think in that aspect, there's, there's not much that I, I'm not confident in. I think I do so get nervous if I'm seeing a patient that I know. For instance, if it's um, a friend or maybe a, a family member or something like that, sometimes I I just like get nervous to, I don't want to give them a bad experience. I don't want to hurt them. So I tend to overthink it when it's actually somebody I know. Whenever it's like somebody I don't know, like I'm good to go. Like that's, you know, that's cake but whenever it's like somebody like close to me or something I'm like oh gosh like you know I don't want to hurt them which I haven't but there's a little bit of um nervousness there I guess you can say yeah that kind of 
makes me feel good that it's not just me because I have those feelings too. I feel like the best care I give are strangers and I'm like, wait, I thought we were supposed to treat them like my family. But then I switch it. Yeah. Like, okay, all my family is strangers and now they're getting good care. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I know. And, and I felt that way in school too. In school, it was the same. Whenever it was, you know, somebody I didn't know, it was fine. But as soon as, like, I had a family member in the chair, especially when you're, like, learning, too, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, gosh, like, you're, like, sweating, putting the blood pressure cuff on, you know? You're like... <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I fainted with my first patient. Oh, she was a family gosh. member. I believe it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the rough time. Yeah, it, it works. Um... I know that um, I feel like you're pretty prominent, like in the social media world. So, what is one thing that you feel like you're misunderstood about? Um, okay, I already know. So, I would say that I don't post a whole lot of positive information about dentists. So, I feel like when I do post things, it, it is sometimes in a negative light. So I think that there are times where, you know, a lot of, or not a lot, but maybe people might think that I don't, you know, give enough positivity to dentists and what they do. And I, that's something that like has recently come up. And I think that that's true. Like I could definitely put more content out there that is um, more like uplifting and um, positive about dentists themselves. Um, But I think that that's just hard for me because of like what I went through as an assistant. Um, But now recognizing that I'm like, okay, I, you know, I work for four amazing dentists. So I'm like, okay, there's definitely some creativity that I can put in there to bring more awareness to the good dentists that are out there that people will work for. So yeah. Yeah, you're being mindful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I can see that, you know, there, I talk a lot about the things that I went through and those were all, you know, really negative things. So there's not much on my um, social medias about positive, um, impactful dentists. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like there is sometimes a bad rep, like with dentists and then the other people in the office, but there are a lot of good ones out there, too. Yeah, so... I'll try to improve on that. I, I can definitely do that. <laughs> no worries. We can all <laughs> And I, I've never even thought that about you. Like, I've never <laughs> felt an ounce of negativity. It's like more like, this was my struggle and this is where I am now. And yeah. <laughs> just inspiration. So, but that's nice that you're like aware of it because that's a, that's really a big deal to just be aware and then we just try. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, you have been doing a lot like um, with it, trying to increase like more people coming into dental hygiene careers and like so much positivity and fun and just the most hilarious videos ever. Like they make me laugh out loud. <laughs> um, what would you like to be like be remembered for like if it was just like one thing? I think that the biggest thing that I would want to be remembered for is just being able to inspire and motivate people that may have not had an easy route to becoming a hygienist or maybe they don't think they can be a hygienist, they don't have the support, 
Um, that was the whole reason why I started my social media was because I just didn't feel like there was anybody that I related to in sense of how I got to being a hygienist. So just being that voice to maybe someone who might have to work through hygiene school or doesn't have parents to pay for their hygiene school or to get them there, like just being that voice to say like, you can do it, it's gonna be hard. But if you dedicate yourself and you know exactly what you want and how to get there, like that's the information that I want to put out there to help, you know, the students that are struggling. I think that's the, the biggest thing that I would want to be remembered for. Yeah, I, I really like that because it's actually really vulnerable what you're doing because yeah. um, you're sharing the struggles that you had and that is that's scary that's hard to do that you're brave i had my instagram like and i was doing all those things like for a little while i waited at least a year before i even talked about i had adhd because i was like and um a few other struggles i put some struggles up but i didn't put all of them yeah same (laughs) and so but i've been trying to be a little more vulnerable lately so that I think that's just brave. I admire you for that. Yeah, I think, you know, for for um, students that are just looking for information, you know, it could be on, on anything, whether it's like a financial struggle or a mental struggle or whatever it is, like just being able to find somebody that you relate to is so encouraging, you know, whether that, whatever it might be. But that was the one thing when I was looking to become a hygienist at the time, when I started looking, like there wasn't Instagram yet, or it w- there wasn't hygienists on Instagram in that way, um, or podcasts or YouTube videos, you know, about that kind of stuff. So it was just all me, like finding out where I could go to school, what I could afford, all that stuff. So I think it's good um, to put some of your, you know, struggles out there that you're that you want to put out there because it might help someone along the way. But I agree, I put some of my struggles out there, but not all of them. I think that's good to talk about too, because you know, you can only put out so much on social media and what I put out on social media is is not my entire life. So, you know, you'll see bits and pieces, but it's not the whole thing. So it's good to, you know, remind people of that too. Um, I might post a lot of positivity and stuff, but I have struggles being a hygienist too, just like anybody else, so. Right. And and I'm I'm glad that you brought that up because we don't know like everything that everyone is going through. And so that is another reason why it's important to have compassion for our coworkers because we have no idea what's going on in their life except for what they've told us. Mm -hmm. Which most likely isn't everything. So no, not at all. But yeah, I feel very similar so I'm just so thankful that you came on to the podcast is there anything else that you would like to share with me or any like words of wisdom (laughs) yeah of course so um I feel like for a lot of newer grads or even hygienists who you know have years of experience just being able to welcome each other with open arms and learn from each other is the best way that we can elevate hygiene as a whole it's just come together and you know spread awareness about the importance of hygiene and oral health and systemic health and all of those things but you know it can't be done just one person alone 
like can't be done just me just heather like it has to be everybody and if you have a story that you know you want to share or you want to help others with do it because there is so much room for more hygienists to have platforms and influence other hygienists and students and everyone i love that so much thank you uh brit um you go by brit right not Brittany. yeah yeah that's <laughs> what that's what i thought but <laughs> i I totally agree because like for me, like when I was in dental hygiene school or even like in different offices, like I would feel like sometimes alone, even though I was in student council and I felt like I was, I went out of my way to try and make a difference or, and I didn't know if I was even making an impact. But the point is we don't need to worry if we're making an impact, like if it makes us happy, do it. and. And I think it's important to not have any expectations in return. For example, like when we're taking care of the patients and we like give them a great advice, we can't expect they get to choose. One of my favorite quotes is from Viktor Frankl. Um, he says that we don't necessarily can choose what happens to us, but we can choose how we react to the situation. And I feel like that just goes along with welcoming uh, dental hygienists like into a new office whether they are more experienced or not like we get to choose if we're gonna love them it's yeah. not based off of personality or whatever it may be a little more difficult but we can be welcoming and and I just uh, I love that so much thank you so much for coming on yeah thank you so much for having me and I love what you're doing and hopefully one day we get to meet in person <laughs> yeah I'd love that <laughs> Uh, I think we will definitely. No big, I mean, like, at no joke. Thank you again for our guest, Brush with Brit, for being on this episode, a dental hygienist influencer. You can find her on TikTok and Instagram, Brush with Brit. And I will also include other links on the description. Thank you so much. If you have any mindful tips that it can improve a dental hygiene career, I would actually love to hear them because I always want to improve on this important topic. Thank you for joining me. I'm Heather Bolton and I'll catch you next time. Have a great day.